RPG MP3 and the Pencilist Gamers are proud to present the World of Tropis, Episode 32, Fatalis de Heroica. the world of Tropis. Lady Caroline of House Raincourt. Roland Laurentia of House Dominos. I think you mistranslated there, hon. Natalia takes a step away from the nearest Caroline or Roland, whoever's closest. That is... Well, it's not possible. Oh, I would have thought that by now uh, you would have you would have uh, abandoned such f- foolish right. ideas. Uh, Drew says, looking around uncomfortably. <laughs> I'm sorry. Drew's eyes fall upon two statues. They are not the best of the craftsmanship available, but the features can be made out. The general features. They are unmistakably Roland and Carolyn. But all diversions. It is entirely possible that this is uh, the Shridai messing with our minds. Although I would have had more confidence in my ability to see through uh, such a- illusions than, and such. Illusions, trickery, whatnot. Let's just get on and kill the Shredai and get them. In that to- case, my good sir, is it not possible that, that the, this etheric storm of which you speak, of which I must confess I know very little, is it not possible that it could distort reality to show things from the past or, or future in a strange way, like a reflection seen upon a pool, rippled and distorted? Tell me this, is it relevant to killing the Shredai? Oh, no. me, oh, me, Edge, look at that. They're, they're so cute when they almost know something, aren't they? Excuse me, but you're not the one that's supposedly lying dead in this tomb, she says to Moss. Oh, no. <sighs> if those Roland. statues are placed, may they not mean you both survive, <sighs> tell the tale? Past, present, of hope, future, now, then, tomorrow. <clears throat> Just for a few brief moments, I need you guys to forget about those things. And let's move on. I think I can walk on my own now, Carolyn. Roland says and takes a step away. Quickly, before they bury 
There is no time. They're lost to accept this. Ghostly voices linger about the room. You cannot place their source. Is that a ghostly food processor that we hear in the background of the crypts? <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> that would be a vacuum cleaner. It's a ghostly vacuum cleaner. Uh, oh, ma'am, ma'am, please don't clean the crypt quite as yet. Um, we're still in it. Who are you gonna call? Vacbusters! Right. Shall, shall I mute myself unless I need to talk? Sure. <laughs> Moth turns and looks down the next corridor. The next corridor curves away to the right, but seems as unremarkable as the last. Okay, Miach. Um, so far, we've been into two rooms. Each of them have had only uh, two exits. I think you can go ahead and put your graph paper away. I don't think we're going to be getting lost in here. <laughs> yeah, it's a little simple. Repeat that, please. All right, that's all I wanted to know. Uh, Natalia will, as they move forward, put her hand on Victor's shoulder and draw him back so that they're in the rear of the party. Mm -hmm. She doesn't trust that Roland and Carolyn are who they say they are, considering that their names are in a tomb. Perhaps they're some kind of fae. Um, trickery. Mm-hmm. So she's going to keep an eye on them. Boss, ever the unabated one walks in that lead, going down the next corridor, sword in hand, shield at the ready. The floor around bit. the floor around Moss begins to seep blood. But then it's just nothing. It was just there for a moment, caught at the corner of an eye with a flicker, or in the flicker of a torch, then gone. Oh god, it's not again! What did you see? What was that? It's that blood crap again. What bloody crap? You remember back at the uh, cave with the blood? Just further evidence that this place is twisted. We cannot believe what we see. Everyone, keep moving. I hate when they do that. Besides, I think they'd come up with something a little more, I don't know, zesty. Uh, I think it's... Um, I think it's tradition that they're they they you know, they're honor bound to say you know get out <laughs> that kind of thing. That is the sound of a desperate soul attempting to terrify us into turning away. We must press on, yeah. or all hope is lost. Oh, no, don't you start. Uh, now you know what you're up against, lad. Don't give in to it. Yeah, he was useful about 15 minutes ago. Um, yeah, um, Drews, uh, catches up to, um, Roland and, and kind of whispers, um, 
that last room. Don't worry about that just yet. There is an image that forms before the party's collective eyes in the corridor ahead of them. They see themselves walking down it. Shortly before Miach triggers a trap, causing blades to spring out of the walls, skewering Carolyn, Demetria, and Natalia. Victor takes a gasp, stepping back and moving protectively closer to his mistress. Briar will keep an instinct out to, uh, in case if something like that happens, shield uh, Caroline, guard her. What foul sorcery is this? But continue along down the corridor. We must be vigilant. Let it's, such trickery lead us it's, into traps. It's glamoury. You want to be the opposite of vigilant. Move on. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if you say so, Drus, but maybe could you carry Miach for a little while? <laughs> <laughs> Drus <laughs> rolls his eyes and reaches down to pick up Miach, and as he picks him up an inch or so off the floor, Miach fades out of existence. Can we go now, please? Natalia is... Continuing down the corridor and nothing happened, so... Roland continues down the corridor. To, to onlookers, it appears nothing happened. To him, he's put up a guard just in case to shield Carolyn. It would appear our wards are not as efficient as you previously thought, my dear. As you previously thought, my dear. You presume much. That's not even possible. Much. <laughs> I mean, it's not as if the Shredite can manipulate the dreamlands now, is it? Or can she? Dun dun dun. Sorry, I couldn't resist. Bye. This was heard by Druce. The words forming in his head, as if he was hearing overhearing a conversation from so long away. Right. Okay. Well, um, at the back, the, at the back of the group, uh, while everyone's moving on, uh, Druce will pause for a second and. Glance down at his ankle and reach down and uh, add Miach, who is back, and uh, he'll move on. Um, Matt? Yes? I had previously posed that Victor and Natalia were fading to the back of the group, so um, to allow other people to go before them so okay. that they were at the rear. Uh, uh, okay, so they can see that. It's, it's, it's just Demetria who can't. Okay. It's a battle for the rear. <laughs> and Druce always wins that one. <laughs> <laughs> he even orchestrates um, um, uh, hypothermia incidents just so he can get Nikki. Yeah. Because, because Druce knows how quickly the rear can become the front. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with this group. Yeah. 
<laughs> Rogues from the back. Rogues do it from behind. But I, I think they're not quite sure that's what Matt actually meant with that comment. Yeah. Continuing right. down the corridor. Okay, you find yourselves into another room, but this one has partially collapsed and partially been flooded. In the center of the room, a pile of rubble exists, and above you, there is the remains of what was once previously an air hole. An air hole that has, for now, the most part, collapsed in the recent earthquakes. Around the pile of rubble, water fills the room. It just lies as an island amongst the water. How deep's the water? You can't see. Your light reflects straight off the top of it, making it impossible to tell. How big is the edge? Sorry, I, too many people talking at once. I was asking how big the ledge is towards between the corridor and the um, water in the room. About four feet. And, and perhaps more importantly, are there uh, stone blocks at the surface that are conveniently placed uh, to jump across? But of course. Okay. I'm going to test it and see how far my sword goes down. Your sword goes down. I don't care about sword, boy. Do not lose it. It may be our only hope. You suspect that this may possibly have been part of the mine. Well, at least got my blade clean. I'm glad. I think we all are. That's a very good thing. Now can we keep moving? Is he always like this? Drus finds himself tapping subconsciously on his right thigh. Why are we stopping? She doesn't see exactly what's going on in the room, so... Yes, we should move on, should we not? Roland? Yeah, is uncertain. Roland. What? what? Um, remember when I mentioned before that I might be slightly compromised in this uh, situation? Yeah. Druce holds up a finger of his left hand next to his face and then slowly and dramatically points down to his right hand, tapping against his thigh. That's not good. Just FYI. Say word. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry Druce can get away with it. So is um, it, uh... And, and uh, Master Vasco, to answer your question, no. Sometimes he's an idiot. <laughs> I understand. In that case, keep your idiot close. He may yet be your salvation. Oh, God. That would be bad. Reaching the iron um, to the middle of the room, Natalia notices a scrap of a girl, a scrap of clothing from a girl's dress attached to one of the rocks, just sitting there, wet and sodden. Um, 
if it is close, she will use the tip of her boot to uh, move it. Dimitri notices this. Is uh, a girl is here? Is it um, the um, possessed woman? The Lorelai, yes, that's her name. I'm not sure. Does it, Danny? Hmm? Does it look what she remembers her wearing? Not what she's wearing there. Okay. And perhaps it is from the. Oh, wait, do we know that. Uh, what's her name was captured? Who? By the Shredai. Who was it? Uh, Lorelai was captured by the Shredai. By her owner was left upstairs. Mm-hmm. She oh, was the one that almost got burned, on, burned at the stake and such. Nice. So she's she's either been eaten by undead or run away, or run away and then gotten eaten by undead. As Demetria continues to stare at the cloth, trying to tell its origin, a strange incident occurs. She finds herself growing dizzy before toppling to the ground. In her mind, she sees herself falling downwards as if toppling from the um, air cold above. As she falls, the rubble forms around her. She's on top of the rubble, alone. The company is nowhere to be seen. It is dark outside. She can see nothing. Where am I? What just happened? Do not be afraid, little child. Comes a voice from the darkness. Who's there? A friend. And why have you brought me here? You brought yourself here. I know why you're here, Lorelai. I understand. Lorelai? But that is not my name. Do not be foolish, child. I understand why you're here. I know about that cruel night and how he has spurned you for that disgusting little wretch, Byrona. Oh my. I offer help. Oh my. I believe I am experiencing what Lorelai experienced. What help have you to offer? I will make you his forever. You will tend eternity together. I can offer you many things other than this as well. You will experience bliss. And what must I pay? Nothing. I am not. Such a thing that would demand payment from such a child in such a situation as yours. 
I come offering you aid, sent by the gods themselves, for your dutiful worship. You are blessed, Lorelei. Tis a fool indeed that would take up such a bargain. Come seek me out, deeper, in darkness. Show your faith in me, and you'll find the way later for you. She might have fallen for that line, but I will, I will seek you out. And not to make a bargain, but to destroy you. We will see. Demetria sits up. Um, Carolyn is next to her, seeming as if to check her over for wounds. A trickle of blood runs down her forehead when she cracked one of the rocks with her head. Or cracked her head with one of the rocks. Smashed her head on the rock. Got the end. Carolyn wipes away the blood. You'll be fine. Oh my. So glad to be back with you guys. What do you mean? I I think I might have experienced what Lorelei experienced when the Shridai came to her. Oh, she got brainwamed. <laughs> what did I didn't get that last word. That is a word unknown to me. <sighs> you saw things. Yes. And you, and you heard this sultry, persuasive voice. Of the Shredai, yes. It did speak words as sweet as honey. Uh-huh. Offering things. Yes. Yeah. Only a fool would make such a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> then I guess Lorelai is a fool. Something appears in Moss's vision, just at the corner. Movement. <laughs> Tip up and ready for attack. Turning, Moss sees a skeletal figure rise out of the water, but then a second later it's gone. Oh, come on. Fight like a proper. A few moments later, he and he alone sees many skeletons surrounding the company. What is this fool on about again? But then they're gone. I don't know. He talks to himself most of the time. A headache, strong and powerful, begins to form collectively in the company's minds. And they suddenly feel strangely empty in the stomach, as if they had not eaten for days. That must be our enemy. Not tarry longer, for it regains its power. Digging into back of pocket, pulls out a ration bar. <laughs> Hungry? Have a Snickers. <laughs> Get some nuts. You guys going? Natalia. Clutching your head in pain will still 
attempt to look around and make sure no enemy is attacking and also if she can glance around and see if there's an exit besides the one that they entered. There is an exit across from the company and the headache begins to fade. But in its passing, the hunger remains and out of the water where Moss previously saw an undead foe, one begins to emerge, performing the exact same motions, reaching into the exact same position as when Moss previously saw. Uh. Very quickly, most inhumanly so, as if the company simply blinked more around you, piling out of the water, emerging from the corridor you recently exited out of. We should have dealt with them on land. Anyway, let's get at it. Back on the pieces. Charge! A skeleton swings for Scaly, I mean Moss, swings for Moss, its rusted weapon glinting in the light from the air hole. It says. Without even thought, a shield arm comes up to block it, and the sword comes along up the other way. Thanks, cut from growing to... The, the sword shatters through broken bone. Against Vesvasco, two skeletons square off, one with a ball and chain, and the other with a spear and shield. Mm. Snarling, Vasco growls, I will not fall for this old trick again, and walks straight forward for the gap between Crap. skeletons. The um, ball and chain slams into the side of Vasco's head, splitting his skull and sending his brain scattered across the floor. <laughs> to the fight. Kill them all! Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Roland will uh, will join Moss and try to sort of fight cooperatively, shall we say. Sort of block incoming blows and fight back to back sort of thing. Yeah. Teams of two. Right Question. now. Mm-hmm. Um, does it, are they continuously coming out? Like there's um, like they're... Not unlimited, but there's you haven't seen anything yet. So we know there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if Natalia had anything besides her bow. Bow. Instantly, she had, a, she had a dagger as well. The company yeah. finds Vasco standing upright, fine again. The skeleton's just re-emerging out of the water, as if someone had just pressed rewind upon the video recorder is the best way I can describe it to you guys. Obviously, I can't really describe it in character. Mm. Did everything else rewind too? Yes. Oh. You've literally just been surrounded again. Okay. Um, Roland will this time go to Vasco's aid instead and try to uh, foresee the incoming blow from the flail guy. Roland manages to thrust his sword into the chain of the ball and chain, causing it to wrap around his sword. This, however, leaves him disarmed, and he finds a spear thrusted straight into his gut. But, however, Vasco is granted then a chance to slay the undead attackers. Falcon. Grasping one of the creatures by the shoulders, 
Vasco hurls it into the other, knocking it away. The skeletons turn and back into savage. Yeah. He but, regains his balance. But two more are attacking at Carolyn, one armed with twin daggers, the other with a great, massive Zweihander. Stepping in between the Zweihander, Moss is going to basically bear out on him. Moss... Carol... The Sorry, bear no. out on him? What the fuck? You don't have yeah. you don't have that ability yet. No, not like that. But you know, tech with just phenomenal amounts of just unregard, disregard. Okay. The skeleton. Okay. The skeleton. Oh, as in like he always does. The skeleton <laughs> moss vanish between beneath the water as they fall in, leaving Carolyn <laughs> left with a, the skeleton with two daggers. Carolyn looks between where Moss has just been pulled into the water and where um, Roland is now wounded. Um, and then the skeleton. Uh, she decides to swing her halberd at the skeleton to, to shatter it to pieces and then try and pull Moss out of the water. Your hands grope around in the water, but you cannot yet feel Moss. Demetra, you and Drus are back to back, surrounded by four undead foes. Two are armed with axes, one a spear and shield. And the, and the final is armed with a shield and a sword. Mm. Demetria attempts to slide the head of her spear in between the two bones of the upper arm of one of the axe-wielding uh, skeletons and twist it to break it. It does so. Drus? Drus, uh... Uh, twirls his his spear in a in a uh, defensive move and says, uh, "Go on, boy, go on, get the bones." Um, at which uh, uh, Miach leaps up at the nearest uh, skeleton, grabbing a hold of its pelvis, 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 pelvis. Hi, bone. Of its pelvis in his, in his jaws and he comes down shaking his, his head back and forth in the way that dogs do when they grab when they groinless the skeleton crumples to the ground if a skeleton could look slightly miffed the skeleton looked slightly slightly miffed perhaps even peeved yes Demetra and sorry. with a touch of indignance I'm sure Natalia Stands defended by Victor as he dances back and forth, keeping the skeletons at bay. Meanwhile, uh-huh. meanwhile, Gauroth swings, crushing a skeleton with each blow. Foul creatures! We cannot stand here for long. We need to get out of here. He growls. With a harsh nod, Vasco concurs. We must sleep the chamber, lest they overwhelm us all. In case yes. you haven't noticed, Moss has gone under the water. Are we to leave him? Fairly. He is an idiot. He's an idiot, but he's our idiot. Well, I'll get him water. in. There's a lot of leave him, but do not leave his sword. I think he has his sword. And that is what we need. Gauroff rushes over to where 
um, Carolyn is searching for moss in the water. He reaches in and is fortunate enough to be able to predict where Yalf, well, sorry, where moss may have been pulled over after first entering the water. He grabs and yanks upwards with both hands, his warm hammer discarded. He pulls uh, moss out by the breastplate, but does not see the three moss opponents that rise out of the water. I was handling it! A spear thrusts past Moss's head, striking through Gauroth's scales, a scale mill, into his into his um, lower abdomen. The second thrusts a dagger just below his ribs, and the third slices an axe deep into his shoulder. Gauroth's eyes open wide, and he staggers back, blood flowing freely. Carolyn picks up her halberd and, and moves to strike all three with one blow of her halberd. The skeletons crumble, giving you a chance to retreat through the um, entrance, but you only have a chance. The, uh, the ground begins to rumble, as if it too is angry at the intrusion of the undead. Druce pauses just long enough to kneel down uh, next to Roland. Is he alive? Roland's alive. Alright. Um, and uh, with uh, with Miach uh, defending him, uh, Druce will uh, um, lay down his, his uh, healing spell. Nothing happens. You just can't bring the spell into form. You just don't want to. For the sake of our sanity, people, will you just grab Roland? She grabs Galroth and move! And Roland oh, will no. scrabble for his no. sword. No. Roland grabs his sword as he's dragged away. The ground rumbles into a churning inferno. The water splashes about as the company retreats, and blocks of stone tumble from the ceiling. Mistress, please let's go! Um, Victor says, grabbing his mistress by the scruff of the neck and dragging her towards the stone doorway. As respectfully as he can. But it's too she, late. Um... Sorry, go um... ahead. I was going to say, she um, unbalanced herself, having been trying to kick at a uh, skeleton, like a unwieldy servant. An undead football? What? An undead football. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Alas, it is too late. The corridor the company has retreated in, its entrance collapses granting safety to those who got out there in time, but so separated from the group by their own choice. Natalia and Victor arrive just that fraction too late. They do not make it to the other side. The company is covered in dust. Everything is covered in dust. Gareth is lying, covered in dust, where he was abandoned by Carolyn. Carolyn is, like everyone else, choking and coughing, gasping for air. Carolyn scrambles through the dust um, over to Galroth and um, 
even though she herself is not in a very healthy position, she would try and brush him, brush up his wounds and um, get a very good look at what condition he's in. Gareth is dying. There is absolutely no other word for it. You could cast some of your healing magics upon him. That might give him a chance, but you'd also run the risk of the should I manipulating your powers. Well, Carolyn is um, seeing how uh, fucked he is, is a way of describing it. Um, she is seen mumbling to herself as she actually tries to cast the Kloran healing spell. Moss will uh, take off the his uh, bandana that he has wrapped around his tattoo, shake it, put it around his nose and mouth, then start rooting around his backpack for his uh, kit for healing. And spread Once that out. He has... Mm-hmm. Once he has recovered his breath, Vasco turns to a pile of rubble and closing it, repeats a line from the inscription earlier seen. Honor the fallen brave. And with that he turns and draws a short-bladed sword from his belt, which glistens wickedly in the torchlight. Interesting, Dimitri. Yeah, she was kind of a bitch anyway. Um, Drews uh, <clears throat> stands up while coughing and uh, and uh, turns his attention toward the way forward. Dimitri? Dimitri places a hand on one of the rocks of the rebel. So there is really no way to save them? No, not if the Shredai is to be defeated. Very well. They will be missed. The company is interrupted by a growl of pain from Gowroth as a Shredai callously manipulates um, Kowlin's spell, inflicting even more pain upon the dying cleric. Oh, come on. <sighs> no more. Boss will, having, you know, horrible bedside manner, shove uh, some of the leaves from his healer's kit inside. Said, munch on that, it should help with the pain. Carolyn turns and punches Moss in the face to get him off Galroth. Yeah, baby. Enough. Galroth gasps out. If Elon has decided this is my time, and so be it, let me pass with dignity. Not going to let you die. It's over, Carolyn. Roland. Rosie kneels at his side, right here. Gareth reaches out and grasps Roland by the um, wrist in a warrior's salute. Uh, sorry, warrior's shake. It's been an honor. Which? Yeah. It's been an honor. Priest. Gareth lies back, staring up at the dust-ridden ceiling. 